Hey friends, this is an unusual episode because normally I'm a couple of weeks ahead with my podcast, but today this one's pretty much coming at you in real time, 24 hours before you are actually hearing it. And the reason that I'm doing this is because I wanted to kind of keep you in the loop because I do think of us as friends with some of the tough things that I've been going through in the past week. This is probably going to be a challenging episode for me to record and this is one of the beauties of podcast is that you can stop the audio to have a little bit of a cry and then get started again and I've got no doubt that I'm gonna have to do that but the reason that I'm sharing this with you today is to hopefully help you if you're going through some tough times if you're facing some challenges some grief some you know difficult emotions as particularly in the run-up to Christmas I just thought I would share some of the strategies that I've been using to help me to stay on track in terms of showing up as the present mum that I want to be and also how I have been managing my business whilst what has been a pretty difficult week. I hope this episode helps and blesses you. It might not be an episode that perhaps you want your kids to listen to so maybe pop your earbuds in or listen to this in the car after you have dropped them at school. Welcome to the Productive Mum Podcast. I'm SJ, mum, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Okay, gosh, this is going to be such a difficult episode, but I know it's also going to be quite helpful for me to talk about it. If you've been around for a while, you have probably heard me talking about my dog Molly, my podcast co-host who is usually sat under my desk by my side in my office whilst I am recording podcast episodes and she's normally snoring her head off whilst I am chatting to you. And a few days ago, we had to have Molly put to sleep. And honestly, it has been... uh, If you are a dog owner, you know what I mean. Like, Molly has been in my family for 12 years. She was a dog that I got when I first got married, not to Tim, who I'm with now. And she was a dog who was literally by my side for 12 years through all of the challenges, the ups, the downs, the being on my own, the being in a relationship, she's been through a divorce with me and there were so many occasions where it was Molly who helped me to get out of bed because there were times when I was so down and so sad that I didn't want to get out of bed but I had to get up because there was this little dog who needed me to get dressed and to take her out for a walk. 
I've always referred to Molly as my furry soulmate. She's just been there and she's like my little shadow. And anyone who knows me like in person or who has been friends with me for however long have always been involved with Molly because she was just always there. Wherever I went, she would come too. If I'd go to my friends' houses, Molly would come with me. If I was going out for a run, she'd be with me. If I was walking or walking Chloe in her pushchair, Molly was with me. When I would be taking Chloe to school, she was there and she was just this constant in my life. And to say that I am devastated is possibly an understatement. And it really has been like the most challenging few days that I have experienced in a really long time. Now, I know some of you perhaps are listening to this who don't have dogs, maybe you're not a dog person, but for those of you that do have dogs and for people who do have a dog who, I mean, bear in mind that a lot of this period with Molly, I was on my own, I was living on my own and she was there. She was there all the time. And you see sometimes like these older people on their own walking their dogs. And these dogs are like your companion. She was like my best friend and she was just a constant in my life, like something or, well, someone that I could always rely on. Every time I walked through the door, she was there. And she'd greet me with this like waggy tail and she was always pleased to see me. And it was just the most incredible feeling and the most incredible like love that you can get like totally unconditional and this is one of the things about dogs and you know whether you've got pets is that it's just this unconditional love that is just so beautiful and it really really is gut-wrenching that she isn't here anymore and it's been a really difficult time and there's been moments where I've really sobbed and it's just really hurt and making the decision to have her put to sleep was one of the most difficult things that I have ever done and you're weighing up this choice, well not choice but you're weighing up this decision of you know I don't want my dog to leave me, this selfishness of you know I don't want her to go, I want her to be with me forever But at the same time, when you can see that there is an animal in pain, which she was, she had cancer. She actually had a massive cancerous lump removed in October 2020. And at the time, all the vets were really surprised that she was still going. They thought that she'd maybe got a couple of months to live. So incredibly lucky that she actually was with me for another 14 months longer than was actually expected. But we'd got to a point where she had gone off her food and one of the moments that really actually sort of solidified my decision was when Chloe dropped this piece of food, this crumpet on the floor and Molly didn't move. And Molly would have been up and on that crumpet without a moment's notice, like absolute lightning speed on that food. She was such a foodie. And that was the point where I was just like, my dog is not happy. This is not the right thing for her. And I'm just keeping her around for my own selfish needs because I'm gonna be so sad when she goes. So making that decision in the first place was really rough and really tough. And it's the first kind of like 
adult decision that Tim and I have had to make like that. Like we've always been around animals. Tim is a farmer. He has had animals in the past, but that's a really different relationship. Like when those animals have been unwell or, you know, have been in a lot of pain, then, you know, he's made that decision as a farmer, but he hasn't had the same emotional attachment to what is literally like, she is a member of our family. She has always been a member of our family. And to make that decision was really, really tough. And, you know, if you are at a point where you're having to make a difficult decision, you know, and it doesn't need to be about an animal being put to sleep, but, you know, about maybe moving house or switching jobs. It's it's a really difficult process to come to. But one of the things that I found was once I'd made that decision, I made and I felt a sense of peace, a sense of, okay, well, I've now made that choice. I know when this is going to be happening. And I could kind of just focus on being in that moment before she left us and the morning before she was actually put to sleep I had the best morning with her and when the time came for her to leave us we were incredibly lucky because we had the most incredible vet who came to us she came to our home and it was just like the most kind peaceful process that it could possibly be it was absolutely gut-wrenching to go through But what I keep coming back to is how dignified, how kind the whole process actually was. And that's one of the things that I've been really sort of focusing on. Now I'm recording this podcast and I'm recording it on a Monday morning. This all happened like on Thursday morning a few days ago. And I'm at a point now where I can talk about it (laughs) and it actually helps me to talk about it, which is why I'm sharing it with you. You know, I like to think that I'm sat behind this microphone talking to my friends and I wanted to share it with you so that you kind of get this real perception of, you know, I know I come across as a really like upbeat, happy, motivated person, but you know, there are difficult times and there are struggles and this isn't something that I've necessarily wanted to put all over social media, but I really feel that when I'm talking to you behind this microphone that we have a really great connection and I don't know whether you've been through something like this before and perhaps maybe you could reach out and share with me some strategies that you found that have helped, things that you did perhaps after you lost a pet or a loved one that helped you to go through the grief process because I would be so interested to hear if you've got any ideas and I just thought I would share some of the things that I've been doing over the past few days that really helped me to cope with this because I'm not going to say get over it because I am nowhere near over it but things that have helped me to cope to keep doing the things that I need to be doing and to not basically stay in bed and sob my heart out because there are times honestly my friend where I've really wanted to do that So let's dig into some of these strategies, some of the things that I found that have helped me to keep going, to stay on track, to show up as a present parent, because that's really important, and also to keep things going in terms of my business as well. So first of all, one of the things that I found really helpful, and you know, luckily or not luckily, was my mum who 
had a we had a family horse obviously like we're a big animal family my mum had a horse who was really old she was 30 and she was actually put to sleep about three months ago so having somebody to talk to through this process has really helped me and I don't know if you could maybe if you are going through something tough if you're going through grief if you're you know perhaps struggling because you've got a family member or a pet that's really unwell just having someone to talk to and who can really understand and empathize with your feelings so that you can just talk about those feelings and really kind of get out you know how your emotions are impacting you and for me I was really lucky because I could talk to my mom I could talk to my mom about this decision making process which is hard I was able to talk to her about how I was feeling after I'd made that decision as well and you know my mum bless her she's checking up on me all the time and just you know how are you doing what's going on how are you feeling what are you doing and it's just been a real help so that would be my first piece of advice is find somebody that you can talk to and it might not necessarily be somebody in your home in your immediate family because if that loss or that grief is impacting the people around you then it's going to be quite important to reach out maybe outside of that initial immediate family for somebody who isn't perhaps as emotionally involved in the situation so that they can support you. Now, the next things that I'm going to talk about that have really helped me to cope over the past few days are habits that I have had in place for a really long time. They're things and actions and mental like processes, if you like, that I have worked on for the past like over two years. I guess you call them personal development, like mindset hacks and that kind of thing. Things that I've learned since I've been self-employed because you have to really work on your mindset and your your habits and the way that you go about your day when you're not in the workplace and when you are like the sole responsibility for yourself, your business, your income and all of those things. So these habits that I've been working on for like, I don't know, it must be like, three years now really at least that have really really helped me to stay on track and to help me sort of cope during what has been such a really really difficult time so the first one that I'm going to talk about is exercise you know like I'm a personal trainer like exercise movement it has been so important to me throughout the whole of my life it's how I have always coped with stress when I was teaching and getting up every single morning since Molly passed has been one of the things that has really, really helped me. That routine of getting up, putting my workout gear on, drinking my pre-workout, going downstairs, pressing pressing play on my on-demand workout platform and doing that workout. Having that time to myself to focus on me to think about like my body what I'm doing and all of the benefits of course that you get from exercise and movement all of the good hormones that move around your body and just set you up for a really really good start to your day so that is one of the real biggies for me like absolute biggie 
in terms of things that have kept me going over the past few days is that getting up every morning and doing that workout and that just being part of my normal routine, my habits, and just really helping me to like just get started, to just not hit the snooze button, to when you want to hide under the covers and you don't want to face reality, but that getting out of bed, putting your gear on, doing that workout, and then having a shower and getting dressed. And that is the next one, is the getting dressed. And I found in those moments of sadness, making sure that I've washed my hair, washed my face, brush my hair, put some clothes on, has really helped me to move through the sadness. Now, obviously you might be listening to this and you might be thinking, well, you're talking about grief of a dog and perhaps you have gone through, I don't know, like the loss of your mom or your dad or even, you know, horrendous loss of like losing a child as well. And perhaps, you know, this isn't on the same scale. I don't know because I'm not in that position. I'm just here to talk about the things that have been helping me and the getting dressed and the getting washed and, you know, putting a bit of makeup on, like a bit of foundation and a bit of mascara every day has really helped me to just keep going and to just keep focused on the things that I need to be doing every single day. Next up, the thing, one of the other things that has helped me has been faith and mindset. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, there will have been moments where I have been really, really angry with God. And I turned to him in the moment where Molly was just about to pass away. And I said to him, I asked him to help me. And I said, give me the strength to get through this. And he did. And he blessed me with beautiful, beautiful weather on the morning before Molly passed. So I was able to go out to one of her favorite spots. I took some lovely photos of her that are always going to be incredibly dear to me. But I was really angry at him because you know, this incredible animal that had been with me for so long, I felt like he was taking it away from me. And then one evening I sat down and I just thought, no, like I've got to reframe the way that I am thinking about this. And I sat down and I went through my phone, like all the photos on my phone. And Tim and I sat down and we just went through all the pictures that we had on our phones together that we had of Molly. And it just reminded me of all of the amazing stuff that we and I had done with her. And, you know, you might not be ready to do that, But when you are ready to do that, I really found it to help me to be grateful, to be grateful for this incredible dog that was with me through so much for the past 12 years, to be thankful that she was such a blessing in my life and all of the amazing times and the amazing memories that I have with Molly that are always going to be a huge part of my life. And just changing that mindset from like being angry and feeling so, so sad about loss to turning that into gratitude of, oh my gosh, like the best times that I had with her, the amazing blessing that she's been to our family, this incredible like role model, not, I guess role model was maybe the wrong word, but you know, how, what a great mentor she was for my daughter about how to be kind to animals, how to, you know, look after animals. And, you know, Chloe took a lot of, um, 
care with Molly. She would take on ownership of feeding her and giving her her medicine and taking like ownership of brushing her. And Molly really was incredibly patient with Chloe. And she really taught Chloe how to look after animals and how to be kind to animals, which is just an, an amazing blessing. Shifting your mindset isn't easy. Like when you're going through something tough, being able to look at it and go, oh wow, you know, that was so amazing. I'm so lucky for that. That's not an easy thing to do. But if you can just find a tiny weeny little glimmer of something to be thankful for in whatever hard you're going through, it's going to make such a huge difference to you, I know. And maybe you're somebody who likes to write things down and journal about how you're feeling. You might find that if you can sort of think, um, of that positive thing and maybe write it down and then in those tough moments you could then go back and read that positive thing you might find that that's something that can really help you through these challenging times on the topic of gratitude one of the things that I have been incredibly grateful for over the past few days is the fact that I run and own my own business because I am obviously purely answerable to myself. I haven't had to get on the telephone at any point and phone up like my head teacher and say, look, I'm really upset. My dog's been put to sleep. I don't want to come in school. You know, I have been able to do things on my my own terms. I've reached out to a couple of my clients and I've told them what's going on and they've all been incredibly kind and incredibly supportive. And if you're in that stage right now where you're trying to transition into like having your own business, you've got a side hustle. Honestly, my friend, it's moments like this where it makes all of that hard work and all of those sleepless nights and all of that tiredness and all of that graft and, you know, all of those pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to network and meet people, it makes it all worthwhile because it meant like I could be where I needed to be when I needed to be there. And it meant that I didn't have to phone up a boss and tell them what was going on. And it even means on this Monday morning, I'm sat here behind a microphone talking to you and sharing about this and not having to be like I was as a teacher in a classroom teaching kids. Because honestly, like that's a stressful job as it is, let alone when you're going through some tough emotional stuff as well. So if you are pushing in a side hustle, a business, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, keep going because it's so worth it. Like the flexibility, the freedom that you have to do life and do things on your own terms is so worth all of the hard work. And don't get me wrong, like it's not easy. Like owning your own business is not easy. It's tough. It's really, really tough sometimes because it's all on you. But the freedom that you have to do things on your own terms when you're going through tough stuff is just, just something to be incredibly, incredibly grateful for. Now, that being said, one of the big things, obviously, you have to keep doing in some form is to keep, you know, to keep things running, to keep things ticking over. And I often think about this when it comes to like business and all of the things that are on going on in the house and everything. It's kind of like you find yourself going into sort of like survival mode where it's like, okay, looking at what it is that you have to get done, like what are the at what are the minimum things that you need to be doing in your business or in your home 
that are going to keep things taking over. And this is why I call it survival mode. So for example, things like at home (laughs) is going to be stuff like cooking, making sure that everybody is fed and whatever form that comes in, like give yourself some grace here. Like if it's takeaways and for us, it was for a few days of, you know, I didn't want to cook. I was tired. I really hadn't slept a lot. I was hungry. Everybody needed food. So I made my life easy. We ate out. We had a couple of takeaways. You know, I got food in that was easy to cook make life easy for yourself. When you're going through challenges and you're in this survival mode, make it easy. I gave myself grace that like the washing wasn't done. Like everyone had clean clothes, but yeah, okay, you know, the washing wasn't done. And even now there's still a few piles of laundry, which are really bugging me, but it's like, do you know what? It's okay. It's okay that I didn't stay on track every single day of going through washing. You know, when it comes to your business, what are the things that you have to do? You know, have you got a deadline for a client that you have to get done. Obviously, you know, one of the things for me that was really helpful was that I batched podcast episodes. So there were still podcast episodes for you guys to listen to. Um, because being consistent and showing up here for you is like my top priority. Showing up for my clients, making sure that I was doing the things that they needed me to do. Some of them I did reach out to the face-to-face like personal training clients that I have. I did actually reach out to them and say, look, I need a week out um, from training because if I'm coming to train you, I'm not going to be giving you the best me. And they all were incredibly understanding and incredibly supportive. And I'm so grateful for that. And I know that for us as women and business owners and mums, we're always trying to be there for everybody else. And I think this is one of the important lessons that I'd love for you to take away from this episode is that when you're going through challenging times, it's okay not to do everything it's okay to say to people do you know what I need some help um I mean one of the things that we had in terms of help over the weekend was that um Tim's mum actually cooked for us so that was really helpful it took some pressure off me and you know if you've got people if you're going through tough times you need some help is ask for that help think about what people can be doing to support you In my business, I actually use a friend who provides me with some VA support. So I was able to hand over more things to her for a few days. And just having that kind of like backup and that support in whatever form it looks like is a huge, huge help when you're going through really difficult, challenging times. And that survival mode, like that's what it is. It's not what life is gonna look like forever, but it's getting those key things done that you have to get done to keep things going in your home, in your business. And then as things start to get easier and the grief or the challenge, you know, isn't so overwhelming, I guess is the word, then you can start to pull things back and you can start to go back into, you know, that transition of going back into, you know, your optimum working mode. And this is why having these habits, having these like productivity strategies, having a plan in your business, all of the batch cooking, all of the, you know, batch working that you're doing, all of that is gonna be there for you when you've got those strategies and systems in place, it's all gonna be there for you to help you when you are facing challenges. Okay, so let's wrap this episode up and I want to leave you on a positive note and I hope that these things that I've shared with you have helped you and if you have any advice for me to help me get through this 
grief through this struggle you know with the loss of my dear dear dog then I would love for you to reach out drop me an email my email is in the show notes it's hello at theproductivemum.co.uk and don't forget mum is m-u-m And I just thought I'd finish by letting you know that I do still have a co-podcast host. He is sat under my table. We're in the really fortunate position that within our household, we actually had four dogs. We're now down to three. And my new podcast co-host is a brown cocker spaniel called Aero, who is currently lying next to me under my desk, snoring his head off. So he's going to be my new host and he's going to be helping me to get these episodes out to you. Obviously, he's not Molly, but he is an incredible, wonderful dog in his own right. And this is what I'm talking about, is being grateful for what you have. You know, it was so, so sad to lose Molly, but I'm so blessed that we have three other dogs in our home who all deserve our love, attention, who all have their own special personalities. And if in these tough times we can just look up and we can find that positive thing, that thing that can help us. In my case, it's Aero who's sat next to me and under my desk right now because if he wasn't here, I would really be feeling incredibly sad because I would definitely know that Molly wasn't here. If we can find that moment of joy or that positive thing to help us to get through the challenges, if we can lean on those routines and those habits that we have had in place during these tough, challenging times, those are the things that are going to help us get through. Okay, now all that being said, we are going to be moving into the Christmas period. I have got some really exciting episodes coming to you. I have got a series of episodes coming to you to help you to stay on track with your weight loss goals, to stay on track with your health and fitness goals as we go through this festive period, and to help you get set up for the new year. So keep your eyes and ears open for those dropping into your podcast platform wherever it is that you listen to me from and if you are on iTunes click the follow button because it means that you'll automatically get the episode whenever the new episode is released and if you are on iTunes I would love for you to scroll down and leave me a review if you haven't already and a massive thank you for showing up for listening to me and if you are one of the new listeners in one of these far-flung places that pop up into my podcast host platform thank you so much for being here my inbox is always open you can find me at hello at theproductivemum.co.uk. I am over on Facebook and Instagram. I love to hear from you. I love to know where you are in the world, what you're doing, and I would just love to connect with you. Have an amazing day, my friend, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.